What is a summertime patriot? Y'all heard me use this term many times. A summertime patriot is someone who is willing to stand up for what's right and willing to take pride in their nation and stand for the rights and liberties and freedoms that we were granted just because we were born here. When it's easy. When it's popular. When it's fun. When it's cool. There are people that talk a good talk, but they do not walk a walk. When shit gets hard, they run. When it's time to make that hard call and say that hard thing. Well, it's don't rock a boat, don't cause drama. Well, surely it can't be that bad. Well, come on. They'll be better than that, won't they? And they sit there and they do nothing. And we've all been guilty of it for far too long. It's how we got to this particular part. Wake up! These are the times the dry man's souls, the summer soldier and the sunshine patriot, will in this time of crisis shrink from the service of his country. But he that stands by deserves the love and thanks of men and women. Tyranny, like hell, is not easily conquered. Yet we have this consolation with us, that the harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. What obtained too cheap, we esteem too lightly. It is dearness only that gives everything its value. We seek fellow winter soldiers, because unlike the sunshine patriots, we stand by our country. Through thick and thin, doing whatever it takes to serve it, including exposing the crimes of those in government, in order to steer it back to the right track. Let it be told that in the depth of winter, when nothing but hope and virtue could survive, that the city and the country, alarmed at one common danger, came forth to meet and to repulse it. The term winter soldier is contrast of the summer patriot, who deserted at Valley Ford because things got hard. We were drawing the blood red line, have to be the winter soldiers now. We could be quiet. We could comply and live peaceful lives, but we feel because of what threatens this country, the medical tyranny, the silencing of dissenting voices, not from foreign nations, but our own government, it is why we must speak and stand. Remember the final line of the declaration that we mutually pledged each other, our lives, our fortunes, and our secret honor. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. It must be fought for, protected, for if trouble must come, let it come in our time, so that our children can live. Hello, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. And this is Dean. And today we're joined by three females to help us discuss masculinity. We've got (laughs) Twinkie Pie, Unpopular Opinion, and Inked Goddess. Fuck you, chum. Okay, as you can tell, uh, we are going to talk about uh, masculinity, what it is and isn't, uh, if it's leading to the downfall of America, uh, what we can do to fix it. Uh, and Tyr has his own special rant that I'm sure will show up at some point. And, uh, with that, Tyr, Twinkie, 
It's the name. I have to go by the name I'm given. Tear, you're such a bastard. <laughs> so, I you can't tell. Before we started recording, I even said, "Oh, look, it's Twinkie Pie from My Little Pony." If you if you haven't figured it out yet, we're being joined by Phoenix. However, Tear has changed his name on my call list to Twinkie Pie. So he's Twinkie Pie now. <laughs> Twinkie Pie, spicy as milk, boy, Phoenix. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a great episode. Let's all right, all right, all right. So, Tear, what is your uh, definition of masculinity in today's day and age? Wait, you mean today's definition or my definition? Uh, fuck it. Let's go with your definition first because we know they may match. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not like Phoenix. I don't live up there in Colorado where we got it confused where you sit or stand when you pee. But anyway. Wow. Um... <laughs> yeah, this Shut is going to be a fun episode. I'm going to call an ambulance. I, well, you know, masculinity, the ability to, to stand up for what is right, to hold to your principles regardless of whether it's popular or not, honor, the ability to protect those that you love. I mean, common sense, work ethic. These are all things that I would consider missing in masculine males today. Instead, what we have is a bunch of people that shout louder. Or, well, what, what, what's the name of the big guy? Uh, the big guy that got called a, a, a cuck by the trans girl. You know who I'm talking about? Jack Atlas. Is that it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Jack, uh, he's part of the Limla Order. Jack Murphy. That's, That's it. Is. Jack Murphy. I mean, we've been stuck in such a vilification of anything that it means to be masculine. Yep. Uh-oh. But you don't think... you the, the stuff that you listed, you don't think those are male and female? They are, but it's been any male that presents this way gets belittled, ridiculed, and slandered. Called toxic simply because they want to emulate a older version of what men used to be. All right, Twinkie, what do you think? Gone, gone are the, gone are the days of real men like John Wayne. You know, I mean, he didn't take any shit. He was he was strong when he needed to be. He was aggressive when he needed to be. And nowadays, if men display those characteristic traits, they're fucking toxic. But according like, according, what was it in Roadhouse where he says, "It be a gentleman until it's time to not." Yes. And we that's people- you know. According according to the uh, American Psychological Academy, um, you know what's happening is there is this traditional view of men, and that does not fit in today's society. And men who struggle to be that are considered to be experiencing toxic masculinity. Unless you're a billionaire rich boy, and then they make you into some kind of mommy porn with Mr. Gay and Fifty Shades of Grey. Right, and they've been, and but they've been looking at this since the 1980s and 90s, 
So for the last roughly 40 years, they have systematically neutered men because they say you can't, this doesn't fit in society anymore. Your strength, your aggressiveness, your, um, you know, your ability, your ability to call an ace of spades and ace of spades and call somebody's bullshit is no longer acceptable <laughs> in today's society. Exactly. Well, what, is that, what is it that Jordan Peterson says that um, a man incapable of violence is not a good man? He's merely impotent. No, you add the impotent. He says harmless. Impotent. Harmless. Potato, potato. <laughs> no, it is not the same thing. Impotent means it can't get an erection. But I would like to say that there are plenty of femme men that are guilty of rape and sexual assault. So apparently impotent is not where it's at. Of, well, you know, they say that uh, mass shootings and the willingness to stab people or puncture them is what? Peakerism? Way to, to rid sexual frustration. Look at it. Okay, let's be honest here for a second. Jokes aside, do you think any masculine man, any any old school man, would do what they what the last several have done? You got the cross dresser in Chicago. You got the fucking twink in Texas. That was also a cross dresser, by the way. Yeah, but he's a twink. No, think it's a lack of any actual meaningful masculine role model. We've taught them that any kind of masculinity is is evil. It's wrong. You know, you need to be more feminine, more in touch with your emotions, less stoic, more driven by feeling. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? There's a there's a <laughs> fundraiser going on right now that wants to focus on men's health. And I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing, but you cannot ask a man when he understands that society doesn't give a fuck about him. They don't care about our feelings. They want us to provide. Who was it? Uh, Chris Rock, who said that only uh, dogs, babies, and women get unconditional love. Men are only valuable for what they can provide. And yet the entire bit of society that may agree with that will be the same ones to say that anything a man can do, a woman can do better. Incorrect. No, I'm not saying that that's the truth. I'm just saying that's what society is telling men. We don't matter. I saw saw a TikTok kind of hit me in the feels and I don't usually feel like that. But this one's like, oh, shit, that's kind of true. Because whenever you ask a man if he's okay and he just says, yeah, I'm good, you know he's lying. But when you ask why or why he doesn't say anything, he goes, why should I? No one's got my back. I am there to have everyone else's back. I am there to carry all the shit. I am there to take the blame, to take the hit, to protect. But no one's there to have my back when I need it. That's what it means to be a man in today's day and age. And this is where I believe in the more traditional roles. I think that as a woman for whatever man I'm with, I am meant to be the soft human that he should be able to come home to and, you know, just unload, relax. And I want to provide that for whoever I end up with. 
but today strong hand be a lovely man <laughs> that's the thing i think these men are, are few and far between where you actually find a masculine man and for me a masculine man is is someone that i can't walk on i do not understand the feminist mentality where they like to emasculate men and they like to be in charge and they want that leader role in the relationship for me personally that doesn't work if i can walk on a man then i'm going to leave him because that's not a I man, d- it's a boy. It, yes, thank you. So I I, tr- I really don't understand it. Uh, you know, the problem with modern feminism is the same that's wrong with the men's rights movement. It's the same what's wrong with racism at the particular point in time. No one's wanting equality. No one's wanting even, you know, ethical split. What they're wanting is superiority. Yep. There are things that men can do better than women. There are things that women can do better than men. Now, that is a general broad brush, you know, mentality towards it. But there are certain things that men just do better. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with saying that. Well, yeah, and it's coded in our DNA. I mean, that's what we've always been. We talk about the lizard brain, right? On the same on the same note, though, when you when you look at it and you realize, you know, between fighting and things like that, no matter how strong the man is, he wants to be able to come home to a partner, not someone who's subservient or obsequent to him. He wants a partner. He wants, uh, have you ever seen a, the, the mate to the alpha wolf? Have you ever seen what she does in a fight? Most people look at it and think that she's curling up underneath him for protection. That's not exactly wrong, but it's not the protection that you think when she curls up underneath his neck, it's to protect his neck from being bitten out in a fight. She is there to protect him just as much as he is there to protect her. That's a partnership. And that's what any relationship should be, is a partnership. Yes. Not a lord and, and, and peasant kind of mentality like your friend Ash has. No, no offense. No, I mean that with every bit of fucking offense I can possibly do. I'm sorry. <laughs> but that's the problem with people, you know... I hate the fact that I agree with some of the things that Bert or Texas Desert Sailor or Ash say, but the problem is they take it too far. They go on to that whole superiority side where men are just better than women in all things. Men are always right. It's like, no, <laughs> fuck no. <laughs> we are not. We're stupid sometimes. There are things that we are dumb at. So are women. Yeah, but society doesn't ever describe the toxic feminist. No. Well, it's toxic. Hold on, let me finish. You've done talk for like 15 minutes. It's my turn to get some words in. <laughs> get them. Well, assert some dominance there, big boy. There's some masculinity. Well, okay. So, anyhow, like I was saying, <laughs> <laughs> I realized so, you're the only one that could actually kick me out. What? <laughs> If you look at how it's described, you don't look at toxic feminism. It is the toxic male and the divine female, the female divinity. And it goes throughout every factor and culture. You can take it back as far as you want, but let's use TV because most people have watched TV. You used to have the, the defender, the provider male. And then you had the mother who stayed at home and she raised the kids. The nuclear family layout. 
and uh, then you got the you got the uh, bumbling father, or the one who uh, doesn't run his house. He he doesn't have any authority. Not even with not just not with his wife, but not with his kids. Until you get to the point where the male isn't needed. And that switch happened in the 1960s for the black families and in the 1970s with sitcoms for the white families. They have been constantly just trying to destroy the modern family, the, the, the nuclear family that for, you know, for people who want to talk about science, they sure do ignore everything that happened in society prior to what they want to happen where the nuclear family provided protection and stability for the next generation. You may not agree with its setup necessarily, but it was the proven, and it's still proven through studies that show that a family that grows up with a, in a nuclear-type family is, has a higher percentage of being successful than one that grew up in a single parent household, whether it be with the male or, the, or with the mom or the dad, or where they have the father goes out to provide and the mother stays home to raise the children. Those family dynamics are generally formulas for success, regardless of socioeconomic, regardless of race, Regardless of anything else, as long as they fall in that, they can see her and they can, they can, uh, they have a higher chance of success than somebody who does not. But they have so, been slowly starting to destroy it since the 1960s and 70s. So basically, what you're saying is we've gone from a Ward Cleaver to an Al Bundy to a Tim the Toolman Taylor mentality. You, you had, you had Ward Cleaver who was, you know, Man's man, provider, protector of the family, um, compassionate when he needed to be, um, good with the kids. Then you've got Al Bundy, who doesn't have respect of of his of his wife, let alone his degenerate children. And then Tim the Toolman Taylor, which was just a bumbling fucking idiot. No, 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 no. He still had respect and authority within his household. He could still take his children to the side and have a talk with them, and they would take it to heart. I'm talking about that. We went from Al Bunny to Homer fucking Simpson. Fair. We're talking somebody who is a complete idiot and the family would be better without them type of dynamic. Because let's face it, the Simpsons would have been millionaires several times over if it wasn't for Homer Simpson nuking the planet. Fair statement. Tim the Tool Man was a goofball, but we're all kind of goofballs to some extent. And we can be, you know, pay, not paying attention and... Uh, but when it came to what he did, when it, if you, if you take the businessman side away from Tim, the tool man, Taylor, right in, in the show, home improvement, if you take, if you take the business side out of it, right. And, and the, the comedic effect, he was still respected by his wife. He was still respected by his kids. He found mentors. That would be the guy on the other side of the fence, Wilson, right. He still had mentors. 
He still had male friends who would hold him accountable. He still had a father figure that would come in and say, hey, you're screwing up. Homer Simpson is an agent of chaos who's an idiot in the process. Can I bring that? Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, can I bring up a movie that I watched recently? It's a children's movie. Okay. Um, have you guys seen Inside Out? Nope. Yes. So it's it's basically a movie about like the inside workings of a child's brain. Also, that they'll show the inside workings briefly of the mother and father. So the mother and father are sitting at the dinner table talking to their daughter who's going through some things. And um, it's originally the mother talking to her and she she back talks her. So she looks at the dad and inside the dad's brain, it's like playing sports or something. So she gets his attention and he looks up and says, oh, so how was school, honey? Like something completely off topic. And the wife got mad and... Uh, inside of her brain, it was showing this Brazilian pilot, uh, and the little characters in her brain were like, just think we could have had the Brazilian pilot. And they were like playing this thing on a loop. And to me, it was just like, wow, this, this is what we're feeding children. Well, not only that, but do you remember the scene where she sits here and the only, I've never seen it, but I saw it on YouTube. Uh, where she runs into the guy, the 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 boy, and her brain is all like, "Oh, he's so cute," and the boy's brain is like, ah, 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 "It's a girl. Ah, yeah. ah, what are we gonna yeah. do? Meltdown, meltdown." <laughs> that is that is what society thinks of men. Unless, wait, wait, let's take that back. Unless they're gay. If they're gay, they fall in the female category, in terms of. Go queen or the whole, you know, all of that, you know, the, the standards of, well, you're almost a woman, right? And, and they can talk about clothing. They can talk about uh, shows to watch and art and all of the high-browed, uh, refined things, philosophy and art and fine dining and all of that stuff. But if you're a standard, you know, dude, they're like steak. And I'm, I'm, I'm here to put that to an end. Steak. Always. No one Just bats an listen. eye when a gay man calls a woman a bitch. Correct. But if a guy calls it, you're instantly the evil demon. Toxic masculinity. Yeah. All right, Twinkie Pie, you're a bitch. Fuck Are you, you the... So, Tear, <laughs> does that make you the gay man? <laughs> if, you all, if you all get outraged, I'm the straight man calling the the woman a bitch. If I, if you don't nobody's outraged, man. Twinkie Pie thinks that it's a compliment. Well, he's uh, still a bitch, and really the other, I'll be the gay guy for the day. Yeah, gender is fluid. Hey, this is the 21st century. I can be whatever I want to be. So I decided to be a fucking unicorn. You realize that mm-hmm. somebody is going to sit here and. And, and, and keep this recording, and it's going to TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them. So I uh, have you ever gone through and looked at all the shootings in the United States school shootings? Yes. Like from start to finish. 
earliest one being in the 1700s. You realize I'm up to 1966, and it's either gang-related, teachers on teachers, or accidents, all the way up to this point, so far, to the 60s. Yeah. Well, okay, that's not entirely true. The deadliest school shooting happened in the 1800s, uh, ever. In the the Pontiac Rebellion or whatever it was? No, uh, I want to say it's 1863 or something. Anyhow, it's the 1800s. The dude goes in and he kills the whole schoolhouse full of Amish kids. That wasn't gang-related. That also wasn't a student. I'm looking at student-on-student crime. Oh, good luck with that. You're not going to find a whole lot of them. Usually they've left or they've been kicked out. Then kicked out. Most of them have been people that were mad about, uh, mad at other teachers. They were mad at someone wouldn't elope with them. Like uh, most of the time, all the way up into to 1968, most of the student on student crime has either been an accident or a suicide. Yeah. Not all, but most. Then you get into the 1970s. You got the Jackson State killing and the Kent State shootings. Now, these are both not student-on-student crime, right? So it doesn't fit what I'm looking for, but I find that interesting because we were talking about getting rid of the nuclear family in the 70s. Well, it's shortly after that where you start seeing the shooting start ramping up on well, student-on-student crime. Look what we have done. We have taken an entire society of, of men, right? And we have given them an easy life. They don't have to accomplish anything. They have no actual purpose. That is why the World War II generation is seen as the greatest generation. They had a purpose. They had a cause. And then we get into the 1960s, 1969, where you get that whole beatnik, uh, free love, and nothing really matters, and do what you want type of personality. And and we don't have a purpose. They don't have a a given purpose. You don't have to get married. You don't have to have kids. You don't have to serve in the military. You don't have to serve in government. You know, do your job, get what you want. And now you, now it's even worse. You have social media. Some people don't even have to leave the fucking house. They just make fucking YouTube and TikTok videos. And they get paid money to do it. No, no, no offense to the people who do that. But what I'm saying is that men, women, women can nest, right? It is, And I've seen it through multiple generations in my family and people that I've associated with. Women can do something men cannot do, and that's nest. They can make themselves a little nest where they're comfortable. They can wear whatever clothes they want, and they can just snuggle, whether it's with an animal or a stuffed animal. And they can nest, and they can find their contentment in that because they can still nurture. Men need a purpose. If you keep a man at home... And you sit here, you don't give him a purpose, and he doesn't have a goal to strive for, he will commit suicide very quickly. Because they need that purpose. That is why antidepressants have gone up in the male population with the percentage it has. That is why suicide happens. And instead of, instead of hey, I'm going to go with the guys and go blow off some steam, it's, you need to spend more time with your wife, and you need to show her how much she's loved and cherished, and Yo, you need to watch the kids so that she can go out because we put women and motherhood on this huge fucking pedestal. 
And we've taken any reverence to the male side of the household because single family homes where the mother's in charge and you have the single mother. And as long as the dad sends in those support checks, we don't give a shit about him. Yep. They don't have a purpose. They're not raising kids. They're not, they're, they're not sitting They're They don't have a cause. They don't have a purpose. The, when you take that away, mental health becomes a bigger issue. When you sit here and you say you can't go hang out with your buddies, you know, we, we, everything that used to relieve stress for men is now fucking evil. Hunting is evil. Going out with the boys to grab a few drinks is evil. Going out to sit here and combat sports is evil, right? All of these things that they sit here and they went, well, that's masculine. We're going to take it out. As a matter of fact, even the products that were specifically catered towards men don't give a fuck about men anymore. As a matter of fact, they think they can just shame us. You know, you've got Harry's razors. You've got fucking Gillette with their, what does it mean to be a man? Blah, 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 blah. Those motherfuckers couldn't define men any better than the fucking Supreme Court justice could define a fucking woman. Yep. And for the same reason, they don't want to uh, they don't want to offend who they believe their main base is. And unfortunately, Gillette has decided it's not going to side with men; it's going to side with the woke uh, environment. Gross. There's another video I saw recently. This was on YouTube, and it was a woman complaining that at Target there was a shirt for uh, children and it said, boys will be boys. Now I see nothing wrong with that statement. Uh, She went through a bunch of other male clothing brands. Um, I'm not sure what the brands were, but some of them on the tags said some things about women, like give it to your wife, she'll clean it or, or something like that. Personally, I think that's funny. Yeah, they're probably meme shirts to begin with. Exactly. I'm like, what is your fucking deal? And she's like, I just want to spread awareness. And so the video obviously has millions of fucking views. And that's because we've perpetuated victimhood and we've made it into some kind of pious accolade to be a victim. Exactly. And I don't feel like a fucking victim when I'm looking at a little boy wearing a shirt that says boys will be boys. I think it's fucking adorable. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. So well, you I think it's sad. Maybe if we just you know let the boys go out and be boys when they're younger, we wouldn't turn out to be school shooters dressed in women's clothes. Yeah. Speaking of that particular statement, the shooting <laughs> that happened on July Fourth. Do you realize that that dude escaped from the roof because he dressed like a woman? <laughs> Nobody was looking what? For him. That's actually that is how genius. he got out of out of the area. Is because he did this shooting and then dressed in his girl clothes so that he could walk down the street and nobody would pay attention to him. Wow. Okay, in a a sick, twisted way, that's kind of fucking genius. (laughs) It shows a lot, though. Tear? A lot? Does it it show you a lot that they were his own clothes? He didn't go out and buy a fucking disguise. They were his. They were his. But Tyr, I'm I'm pretty sure that even if you put a dress, nobody's confusing you for a chick. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, I, I think the beard does a little more. Well, I don't know. You saw that TikTok of the chick with the beard. Hey, bearded ladies are a thing now. They were a thing when I 
<laughs> okay, look, 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 look. Here, let, let me explain something to you. I served with probably one of the nicest females I ever met. She served on the flight deck in a very hectic situation. But she had a fucking beard. It was that wispy, white, you know, almost invisible hair. But yep. when you were talking to her, you could tell. I mean, it was thick. So I knew her well enough that I asked her. I said, do you ever shave? She goes, I'm not allowed to. I said, what? She goes, if I shave, it starts to turn black, darker, whatever. Ooh, so she can't. Huh? That's that's." That's what she thought, that if she shaved it, it would come back darker, and then she would have to shave all the time. But because she's a female, as long as she doesn't shave it at all, and it stays that wispy, light, you know, blonde, super blonde, mm-hmm. they they won't say anything. So I want to clarify what I meant real quick when I said um, that shows a lot. What I meant by that was it shows a lot on how society... Uh, does not view women as people who are capable of doing crime, some people who are capable of doing harm. So he could dress as a woman and casually walk away from a shooting situation and be totally fine. And and I have this argument on my lives uh, pretty often when it comes to women who, a, a lot of women come into my lives and like to call me oppressed. And I say, as a woman in America, I am nowhere near oppressed. I'm very lucky to be here. I am this, this country provides so much for women and zero for men. And they say, when I ask them how I am oppressed, they say, oh, well, when you walk down the street and you feel that your life is in danger, that is oppression. And I say to them, I feel that women are equally as capable as causing harm as men. Yep. If I ever piss off my wife, if I ever piss off my wife, she'll just turn on wives with knives. Yeah, we have shows like Snapped, and we get to cheer these women on. Well, that's because the men deserve it. Really? Really, chum? No, I agree. I think women are just as fucking scary as dudes are, especially for violent crimes. Well, let's be honest. There's one week out of the month where you're way more dangerous than we are. Just saying. That that depends on the women. No, it does not. Toxic masculine statement. I don't care. What I'm saying is some women will cry for a week. Some women will be mad for a week. It depends. Both of those are dangerous <laughs> conditions for men. Yes. <laughs> okay. Both okay. of those. No, I just no, break no. out and eat a lot. <laughs> no, trust me. I have two daughters, okay? I love them dearly. Are they sink? Yes, they are. <laughs> Go fishing. No. Dude, dude, no. It's I, I, I come down to the basement. I lock the door. And I just blow shit up on my video game because Dude, I know in the horror movies you lock the monster up. You don't lock the victim up. <laughs> no, trust me, I'm 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 safe in the basement. Okay, he's a bunker bitch. Okay, let him go. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my but, safe space. <laughs> but yes, oh, let me bring let me bring large anger man in. Let me say this though, you you pointed out that it it says a lot when you have oh, sure. that he can walk away dressed as a woman. 
what really should say more is when you look at society as a whole and realize no one gave a second thought about a cross-dressing twink walking away from a shooting. Yeah. They're not allowed to, because if you voice that opinion, then you're a bigot. I will agree with that. How many of them are here? Is anybody else seeing multiple of him? Yeah, I'm seeing two large angry men. Hi, large angry oh, man. There's one. Okay. Welcome to the podcast, large angry man. We're talking about dangerous things like Shark Week. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, nope, I'm out. podcast. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys later. You know, you're not the first male to sit here and want to talk or when the topic of uh, Shark Week sit here and shows up. They're like, nope, fuck that shit, I'm out. Oh, no, it doesn't bother me. Just I'm going through it right now with my wife and my daughter at the same time, so thanks. <laughs> Wait, I didn't write that shit in the book. You can't blame that shit on me. That's CERN. When CERN went oh, off, everybody synced. But I mean, it's. I have a question for the two girls, um, ladies. How does it make you feel when they they literally go, "Men can have periods too," or "Men can get pregnant," "Men can do X, Y, Z," when you realize that trans rights are overshadowing overshadowing your own? It's almost like it's uh, replacement theory. Yes. I say that you cannot pretend that you care about women if you're going to put biological men who identify as women before women. On that note, Lydia Thomas, or whatever his fucking name was before he put on the one-piece swimsuit, has now been banned from participating in women's swimming. Good. Only on the international level. Only on the world level. In the United States, he can still. I thought the the judge just said that he couldn't. Leah Thomas can still compete. Uh, I was gonna say I was looking it up the other day because somebody mentioned it, and I was, she could not. He he could not participate in any of the women's sports, collegiate or high school. That's how it should be nationwide. For you're making me any, look it up now. Any transgendered individual who is participating in women's sports there should be another category and when i had this discussion with a transgendered individual because uh i'm I'm trying to think of the word that they were using um separate but equal and they said i don't want to be separate but equal i want to be equal and i say what do you think men and women are in general separate but equal Disagree? No. no. So then why can't there be a transgender category? Because that's just classist and racist. You're just a homophobic. You have to accept what I believe, even if it violates your own way of thinking. I don't see anything wrong with separate but equal. I've never found that statement to be offensive in any way shape or form if especially because typically the people who are bringing it up are the people who feel the need or 
how do I word this politically correctly? Don't do it politically correct. None of us here are politically correct. Yeah, and I'm about to fucking get banned on TikTok or on Twitter with the statement I'm going to make after yours. So go ahead. The people who bring it up are individuals who view themselves as victims. They view themselves separately because they think that society views them separately when in reality, we're all on the same fucking rock. We're all we're all fucking human beings and we all have our own separate issues, whether it comes to um, mental illness, which uh, being transgender, you do have to have gender dysphoria. Actually, that's a lie because they just changed it in the dictionary. They changed the definition of uh, being transgender to now where it is not a mental disorder. It is um, prior to I want to say like two months ago, you had to have gender dysphoria to identify as transgender. Now they say, nope, you can just do whatever you want. There's hope for you yet, Phoenix. What is it? They they got rid of it on they got rid of it on the DSM five. They got rid of it on that. Uh okay. And then they put toxic masculinity on it. Now remember that with the red flag laws. That all those bitches that are fucking reporting your TikTok videos because they don't like you with red flag laws, guess who's going to fucking turn your ass in? Those same bitches. Just oh, saying. Kate, you know for a fact that the toxic throuple and sweet would definitely do that in a heartbeat. So, here's what hey, I'm going to this. say. Okay, go ahead. Let me read this about Lydia Thomas, and then you could say the the bannable offense. This is the article that I was reading, and maybe I misunderstood it. It says transgender women have been effectively banned from competing in women's events, according to the Swimming International Governing Body ruled Sunday. Uh, The reason why that's important is it's not just international event. Any event that could lead to them being able to swim in international, any sanctioned event, I guess is the, the term. So it doesn't stop them from competing unless it leads to international competition. Does in voting to restrict the participation of transgender athletes, the FINA members announced a new gender inclusion policy that permits only swimmers who transition before the age of 12 to compete in women's events. Transition before the age of 12. Yes. <sighs> That's abuse. Yeah. That is child Agreed. abuse. Agreed. Did you guys watch the documentary, What is a Woman? No. Should I? Yes. Okay. If you Did you can watch actually... 2,000 Mules? What? I, I need you... to. <laughs> okay. I'll watch, I'll watch uh, What is a Woman when you watch 2,000 Mules. I know. I'm more social politics. You guys are like, what's going on behind the scenes? But when it comes to social politics, that's my jam. And for What is a Woman... I have never honestly heard, and I've done a lot of like studying into transgender uh, issues because I, as you guys know, like when, when I was a kid, I I really, really wanted to be a boy. I, that, that was my thing. I was like, I want to be a boy. And then, you know, puberty hits and such as a normal child, you come into yourself after puberty. So I'm very happy to be a female now, but uh, something that was discussed in the documentary that I haven't heard discussed prior was they spoke to a transgender female to male, and they were talking to him about the adverse side effects of being on hormones, of being on puberty blockers. And that individual, unfortunately, 
has to come to terms with uh, they're not going to live a full life. They are constantly getting infections. Their body's fucked up from the surgeries. There's there's so many things that are wrong with them that correlate with hormones. And, and they're the same drugs that they use to sterilize sex offenders with. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that was brought up in the documentary as well. Now, Pops, I want to hear this bannable offense on Twitter, which, I mean, I show my face and it's a bannable offense on Twitter, but I want to to hear this. So, all right. So, you realize that Jordan Peterson was just banned off of Twitter because he simply said, uh, Alicia, Ellen, Ellen Page, Alicia Page, whatever, the, the page that turned into Ethan or Elijah or something page Ellen. went from female to male, was on some TV show that I don't think I know. Anyhow, Stranger Things? Whatever. Who gives a fuck? Anyhow. She was an X-Men. She was Kitty in X-Men. Don't no, it doesn't, doesn't ring any bells. Anyhow, so he simply, he simply mentioned her name and they banned him. And they banned him because he used a dead name, right? And then they banned Dave Rubin because Dave Rubin said Jordan Peterson just got banned and retweeted what Jordan Peterson had put. And it trended on TikTok. Uh, Ellen, whatever her name is, Paige. I don't even know her name. But anyhow, so it was tweeting, right? Dead name, right? Come the Twitter got involved and they decided that they were going to change the algorithm to remove that that hashtag from trending. They altered the the uh, the algorithm and changed the trend. Huh. Do you but here's what's crazy. If I say Tear is a dumbass, that will not get me banned. However, if I say that Tyr was once Freya, and I'm going to refer to it as Freya, then I can get banned because that would be your dead name. Hey, Freya, if I'm what you turn into in your final evolved form, skip that evolution, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I realize that I just confused a whole lot of people, but if you refer to somebody's dead name, that is a bannable offense. Yeah, but okay, if you I'm call sorry, somebody not... a stupid cocksucking motherfucker, that is not a bannable offense. But if I okay, so if I call someone like let's say I wanted to call um oh what's his name? Prince by his original name, that would be a dead name. Is that basically the same principle? Well, no, because he's dead. He didn't transition. Well no, he changed what I'm saying is like when he changed his name from his actual name to just Prince. Well, then he changed it to that symbol. Isn't right. it just for transgender, the whole dead name thing? I thought it was just for transgender people. No, it's anybody's dead name. Oh. And that, you're assuming an awful lot, assuming that Tyr is not transgender. Oh, my bad. I'm so sorry. Not I mean, bad. you've seen the glitter beard. God, Becky. God damn. <laughs> you've seen the glitter beard. I'm just saying. This is true. We we don't know his dead name though. <laughs> Lucretia. <laughs> <laughs> Lucretia. 
He picked, you picked the most obscure fucking... No, no, no. I know what your dead name is. Famali. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, dude, I shit you not. The fact that that was an actual argument that was had and that the lady from Memphis sued because the hospital named her daughter and didn't even bother to ask her. They named her Famale. And I, I actually know somebody whose name is Famale. <laughs> because it said female and then the last name. And she went, I like that name. Let's keep that. The mother said that. Well, it's like the, the girl that when I was when I was helping teach in culinary, we had that argument with the, the mother because she we could never figure out why the, the, the student would never respond. And the name was L A dash A. And we thought it was La. That's what we called her. We didn't know what else to call her. And the mother looks at us and goes, no wonder she's not responding. Her name's Ladasha. The dash don't be silent. And I fucking lost it. Right what? then. Fucking lost it. The dash don't be silent. Ladasha. Ladasha. It's actually not a bad name if it was spelled out. Well, I worry about you. You realize that that name would now be illegal with the current naming regulations in the United States. You realize that we're so retarded as a nation that we have had to tell people you have to use fucking uh, letters That's in people's names. Elon Musk named his child after a fucking equation. Ash Archangel. That's what his name is. But he put in all of these symbols and, you know, elvish language and stuff like that and numbers. And so they had to change it so that to fit the guidelines. So if if we were retarded sooner, then that poor child wouldn't be named Ladasha with a fucking dash. They would have had to actually spell it. So her name would probably just be Law Law because Dash is apparently too hard to fucking spell. <laughs> it's that we named kids Cameron. Who names a kid Cameron? We've named kids fucking Apple. Okay. Pickle. Blanket. Blanket. Rumor. Oh, I forgot about Blanket. Blue sky, North. Is it? Is it one of Kanye's kids named North? Because yes, Northwest. Yeah. Northwest. <clears throat> like we take, we make fun of what it means to. We, uh, how is it you, you put it the other day, pops? That we've infantilized the adults and, and sexualized the children. children. Yes. We want to stay infant-like forever, and we want to sexualize the children. And I swear, somebody... I get people who send me stuff simply because of what I do off of the different apps. Who send me shit that is utterly disgusting, and it is horrific, and I don't wish it on anybody. But I swear to God, the next person who tries to justify pedophilia as a sexual uh, preference, I'm going to shoot. That's just, disgusting. Just going to say it. 
I'm tired of people trying to excuse it. Yeah. I finally, you know, them renaming shit. I'm actually okay with them calling them maps now. Because I thought about it. I I thought about it. Because Rip Redneck says that, you know, it's it's actually appropriate to call them maps. Because that's the only way you'll find all the pieces. (laughs) But we've reached a point where we've, we've... we gentrify criminal behavior, sick, evil behavior, but we vilify anything that could be considered decent behavior. There, like I, I'm not religious, but I'm going to say this. I, I heard this statement the other day, and it made me just kind of chuckle because I, I know the story very well. But God needs to apologize to Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah, I said that. Yep. But here's here's an even better one, and uh, somebody could give the proper address if they really wanted to. But it says, "Woe to those who call good evil and evil good." Mm. But and un- unfortunate, unfortunately, in today's society, that's what we've done. We flipped the script on evil and good. Well, Not look. That, we have... Look. Oh, go ahead. I'm I'm a, I'm going to rant, so go ahead and say what you're going to say. Oh, cool. I'm going to hit my rant first then. The problem is that we have lauded this white knight mentality. This uh, we put these people up on a pedestal cuz they do one or two things good, but they're really nothing more than utter slime. They're just scum. It's 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 paladin's armor wrapped up with skeletons. That's what it is. And we, we laud these people. We say, hey, look, they're doing all this good. Like what, what a lot of conservatives did when Elon Musk fucking you know, said he wanted to buy out Twitter. Right? Oh, he's so good. He's so good. You ignore the simple fact of he wants to do the credit score or anything else. What we've done is we take one or two little facets that look nice, put them up on a pedestal and go, this is what you should be. Ignore all the other bullshit. This is what you should be. And it's fool's gold. It's pyrite. I'm going to stop because I want to see what Pops has to rant about. He doesn't rant very often. I want to see him get, you know, all fuzzed up. <coughs> all right. You got for those of you, huh? Nothing. <laughs> for for those of you who in our audience who sit here and feel morally justified to take a stance one way or the other, and if you have any religious persuasion, you're going to hate what I have to say next. The state of the world today right now is your fucking fault. You seeded that ground. When something came up in the social network, you decided that it was easier to go along than get along to stand up for your fucking convictions. You seeded that ground. When it said, hey, let's reach out to the homosexuals. Let's reach out to the progressives. Let's reach out to this. You said, nope, that's a battle we cannot win. We're not going to fight it. Same thing with fucking abortion. You let it get that far. You sit here and allow those 75 million babies to be killed over the 50 years because you refuse to take a fucking stand. If the Christians and the people who claim to be Christians in this fucking country would have stood up, that was 85% as of two years ago. It's now 70% now. If 85% of America said, look, we don't want fucking abortion, we could have abolished that fucking practice a long time ago. But nobody had the courage to stand on their fucking convictions because they'd rather be friends than 
fucking righteous. You sit here and gave up the ground to sit here and all of these battles. The government is the way it is because they don't have to stand for their convictions. They just have to make political points. You know exactly what they're trying to do. They're trying to fuck you. They're trying to sit here and establish their own power base and you give them that authority because you're like, well, our guy is better than their guy. No. As a person who claims to have a religious backing, or if you claim to just be a good person, you don't get to pick that fucking lesser of two evils fucking argument because it's still fucking evil. You gave them that ground because you would rather win. Well, guess what? It didn't fucking work. We still ended up with fucking President Potato Head, even though because I didn't like I didn't like Trump. Because he was a he was vulgar and he was I get it it's the lesser of two two evils but you didn't want to fucking lose anything so you don't take a stand on anything you pick the side that you think is gonna fuck you the least let me be very clear both sides are going to fuck you up the ass with a sandpaper condom the difference between the right and the left is the right's gonna give you a fucking reach around and the left is gonna fucking wrap that shit in barbed wire that is the only fucking difference. <laughs> Sorry, that was <laughs> that last one was good. Well, it's like that statement that I made. People chose peace at the cost of everything, including those that love them, including their convictions. And at the end of the day, they're going to—it's going to cost them everything. They will have neither peace nor their security, their loved ones or their convictions, because giving up and not taking a stand is picking a side. Oh, wait, hold on. This is how I was going to end it. Dietrich Bonhoeffer said, silence in the face of evil is itself evil. God will not hold us guiltless. Not to speak is to speak, and not to act is to act. If you choose to say or pick the lesser of two evils, you pick the side. If you choose not to say anything, if you choose not to fight, if you choose to sit here and I want peace over everything, you pick the fucking side. And I will have no sympathy for the bitch that decides that they want to sit here and fucking stay out of it because they want to stay safe. You live in a world, in a country which will not abide the middle ground and they will not allow you to live if you do not walk in lockstep with them. You no longer get the option of playing the fucking peaceful beatnik fucking pacifist. You're going to have to pick up arms. And the sooner that you fucking realize this, the better off you will be. The better chance. Because if you don't fucking step up real fucking quick, your pronouns are going to be was and were. And I ain't got no fucking sympathy for that bullshit. It's not the actions of evil men you should fear, but rather the inaction of good men. Yes. And I think that's a good stopping point because I have a feeling I'm going to get a phone call again tomorrow. So, uh... <laughs> I can give you one? Oh, no, I got one. So, with that being said, <laughs> I'm Odin. This is Jim. Thank you all for coming out and, and, and joining in the roundtable, and we'll see you on another episode of Winter's Call. Uh -huh.